Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Broken Bougie Podcast. Um, this episode is going to be a little different than all of our other episodes. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Chrissy and I record on Sundays. And last Sunday, we got the tragic news of the passing of Kobe Bryant, and it literally stopped us in our tracks. We were not able to record. Um, just hearing that news and being from California and the time that he entered the league, I felt like we lost someone that we knew. Yeah. Describe it? Yeah. I felt like we were, I can't remember how old we were when he entered the league. Because he was already in the league when we were in high school, probably in junior high too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just remember. I remember LeBron entering the league, and that's the year we graduated. I won't say that year, but you know. But I mean, it was just obviously probably most of the, I won't say most of our listeners, but a lot of them are from California as we are from California. So it just kind of hit home because I feel like Kobe was LA. He was California. He was everything. Like everyone loved Kobe. Like I hate the Lakers. I've always hated the Lakers, but I never hated Kobe because he was a great player. Right. So for this week, we decided to talk about grieving with friends because um, this past Sunday, me and Chrissy definitely grieved together. I was actually the one who called her to tell her about the passing. And like most people, she was like, no, it's not true, you know? And it was before people really start, I don't think it like, really had hit the internet yet. It no, just, it, the only place that was reporting it when you told me was TMZ. Like I literally went to TMZ and I was like, if this is true, TMZ will have it. That's my go-to um, for news and sources to be like accurate. And when I went on TMZ, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is real because it was on there. And I was with family members, like sister, my cousins, and they were like, it's not reporting anywhere else though. Like it wasn't on ESPN, no one else was reporting it. And I was like, yeah, but it's on TMZ. And I was like, it has to be real. So. I think it started trickling in after that because my sister's coworkers were saying the same thing. And then like not even five minutes later, she called me back and she's like, it hit the news. Then it started showing up, you know, on everyone's feed. And it just like, it, like I said, just stopped us in our tracks. We it definitely stopped us. Um, it was just very, I mean, celebrities pass and obviously everyone has a different connection to their celebrity. My sister loves Prince. So Prince was really hard for her when he died. And a lot of people love Michael Jackson. So it was very hard when he died. Um, LA suffered a lot when Nipsey Hussle died. I feel like celebrities do have a certain connection with people, regardless, because they are people. I hate when people say like, well, you didn't know them. Um, Just because you didn't know them in like real life, they might have had an impact on you in real life. So I can't take any pain anybody is feeling away um, knowing that this person died. And it's so weird that people judge how people grieve and who they grieve for. Like, I will never understand that. That will never make sense to me. I, you were telling me 
Like yeah. someone was online talking about, what were you telling me? About how they were comparing his death to, or why we idolize celebrities' death, but we don't idolize people who die in the military. And I, that's crazy. Cause like, I guess my perspective of it, because you know me, like I felt a sh- like, not a shame, but I felt guilty for how sad I was for Kobe. And what I felt guilty about had nothing to do about anything anybody said, like, oh, you don't know him. It wasn't that. It was because I didn't know him. It's like, how can I feel this sad about someone dying when, like, he has a wife? Like, I'm sad because if he's a legend. I'm sad because he's an icon. Like, he's none of those things to them. He's just a dad. He's just a husband. And that part broke my heart, you know? So I think that was it. You can grieve however you want to, but I wouldn't judge someone who was crying because that was, you know, their person, like you said, or their celebrity. Like, yeah. I know if I happen to be alive before Beyonce goes, like, oh, I, you, if Mariah Carey goes, like, oh, that wow. would be- Mariah Carey, I'm going to have to, like, take, like, grievance off of work. Please, like, I need grievance. I'm going to, I'm going to respect. Be yeah. I'm also going to also feel because she's a mother. So I'm going to feel for her kids and, you know, just the same with Kobe. It was horrible that his daughter was with him. It was horrible that it was altogether nine people and there was other children on there. That's horrible. Like, and even if people didn't resonate with, oh, he's a celebrity, he's an idol, he's a basketball player. I know it hit home for a lot of people knowing who have kids or people who even don't that he died with his child. Because the first thing a lot of people were saying was, I know the first thing he did was to, was going through his head was, what about my daughter, you know, and the protecting his daughter in the first place. I'm sure if they could have did anything to keep their kids alive, they would have sacrificed. I'm sure every parent on there would have sacrificed for their child. And that's right. just how it goes. So you feel for that. It, 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 it sucks. It hurts. But you feel for that, but I agree with you. I, I'm very, it's weird to me. It's a weird thing. And I will say this and I will keep saying it a hundred percent. I think people who do it are very, very weird. I don't think you can compare deaths. No, you don't. I mean, people, we already do it in our lives and social media that this person has this and this person has this, but when you die, it's like a sorrow comes over that family and everyone. You can't compare a death. And I mean, I had one of my really good friends die in Afghanistan. I never compare his death to anybody's death. Right. Like, I don't say he was fighting a war, which he was, and I don't go, oh, he's more of a hero than anybody else was a hero, because in my eyes, he was a hero. In his family eyes, he was a hero. And everybody that knew him, he was a hero. Now, to the outside world, these people that don't know him, is he a hero to them? Probably not. They didn't know him. Right. They're not going to grieve like I grieve. When I put up my remembrance or, you know, his birthday, I wish he was here. These people who are on my social media don't know him, so they're not going to grieve the same way. They're not going to respond. They're just going to say, oh, sorry for your loss or, you know, sorry you're feeling this way, but they're not going to respond as the same way as people who know him. It's just how life is but I don't feel like he should be compared at all. I don't think any death should be compared. Death to me is going to be compared. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. I'm totally pulling your Christmas. 
that like death has brought out and I think this particular death has brought out are like people coming out of their woodworks to like confess some undivine feelings for people. Gosh. I I I agree life is short, but it should not take death to make you communicate certain things to people. If you want to move differently because you are moved that like you're realizing that life is short, I totally get that. But it's like I've had probably two or three people come out of the woodwork and like message me like something that I think is crazy because Kobe died. And I'm just like, make that make sense to me. I'm, and I, you know how, how sad and like yeah. affected I was by Kobe's death, but it did not make me pick up the phone and call or text anybody to say anything that I didn't have to say to them on Saturday. A hundred percent. I, I am glad no one came out the woodwork for me. Thank you very much, people. If you are there, stay there. Um, yeah. well, I agree it, with you. Everywhere too, like, oh, tell the people you love that you love them. And it's like, I agree with that, but it shouldn't take seeing something like this for, you know? I mean, the people that I love, I'm going to tell them that I love them regardless. And the people that are there, but I don't feel like it's a thing where I need to rekindle anything with anybody. I don't need to rekindle old friendships or friendships that didn't work in the past because they didn't work for a certain reason. I don't right. need to rekindle any kind of relationships that might have went south because they went south for a reason. Right. Um, I don't feel any, like, no. Maybe while I tell the ones that are in my life that I love them more, 100%. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, let me not make sure that I'm clear what I'm saying. Like, for yeah. sure, when I got the news, it definitely made me hold Lily a little bit tighter that night. It, yeah. like, she was, a, she was allowed to come sneak in the bed with me that night. I did not kick her out of the bed because it was just like, I felt blessed that I was able to hug my baby and have her in the bed with me, you know? But like you said, it did not make me want to reach out to anyone that I wasn't speaking to the day before. And, you know grief has a way of having people, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to communicate it. What, how do I communicate it? Like grief has, has a way of having people feel and, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like people, people, people grieve differently. I am not, how can I put this? What kind of reason I am? Okay. I am not a emotional griever. So I don't show emotions well when I am grieving, I'm feeling pain. Sometimes to me, it leads me down another road. I think um, acting out a little bit. I feel now that I'm older, I don't. But I also had my first ounce of grieving, really grieving. I was so young. I was 13 years old. My brother was killed. I was 13 years old. I didn't how do know you how to respond to that. Like, what, do you, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by acting out? Like, I will say, I mean, not like acting out. Like, I don't, I keep saying like a lot. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't know how to put it. I you know, Quinny. <laughs> I wouldn't describe it as acting out. That's what I'm okay, saying. So like, maybe it's not acting no, out. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Like it's complete shutdown. Like I a shutdown. There you go. Yeah. That's what okay, I mean. That's how like maybe I, I, there you go. That's how thank you. See? That's what it is. I shut down. I don't 
show emotions. I don't cry. Um, if I do cry, it takes me a, a while to like at anyone's funeral, I just don't cry. It's hard for me, I guess, to say show emotions in a public place. So like it's at funerals and memorials, even with anyone, it's just really hard for me to show emotions. Not saying that I'm not feeling pain. I feel pain. I've now had two sisters and a brother die. Um, so that's really hard. I've had, we, we've had multiple friends die. Young age, right before we graduated, we had Melissa who died. We had Eric who died in a car accident. We had a friend that took his own life. I mean, and then just multiple people who have died that we've known and been close with. So I feel like it's just, it's, it's really hard. I think that we 100% grieve differently. Um, I have been there for you with losing, you know, people. And like I said, that's why when you said you would act out, I'm like, I wouldn't describe it that way. It would be the shutdown. Like, I have seen you cry before, obviously, but it's, I've, I've never seen you break down and cry where it's like, you've seen plenty of <laughs> breakdown moments for me. But I yeah. mean, like, like literally seeing you like break down bawling. Like I've, I've never seen you, I've never seen you do that like ever. And I don't, and I've seen you sad. I've seen you grieve people, but it's just like people grieve differently and you are not this emotional person who's going to have, at least in front of me. And now it's in, in front of anyone. It's, it, it takes me a while. I think I go into another place when I'm grieving. I put my head into another place and then I am one where people can't get up and can't do things. My brother died. I went to school the next day. I found out my sister died and I went to work the next day. It's just, yeah. I would rather keep myself busy than to keep my mind on that. And I think that is just something that I've always done. And then it literally doesn't hit me. I feel like it doesn't hit me until later. It doesn't hit me until, I feel like it hits me when you want to talk to that person. When you go to send a text or something comes up and you're like, oh, this is funny. I can DM this person or text this person. You realize you can't do that. Then it hits me. Or when you're watching a really sad movie and I start to bawl out crying because I have done that. And I'm just like, I've seen this movie multiple times. Why am I crying this hard? You don't even know how many times that I have cried so hard on the notebook at the end. Really? I've seen it multiple times, but I will like cry my eyes out where my eyes are puffy red. And I know it's not emotions that I am feeling for that movie of death. I think it's just bringing up death and me actually releasing it. I cry like, every time on a walk to remember. I know that movie by uh, a walk heart to and I read the book, but it's certain yeah. movies that I just like cry out. I cry out still Magnolias and Beaches. Like these are movies I know for some reason they hit me in a certain way okay, and so I will fall. Do you think when you want to release those feelings, you watch these particular movies so that you can have an outlet to release it? I think so. Because okay. those are literally like, my four go-to movies. Like, you have I know, they're very specific. Those are literally my four go-to that I know that I'm just, like, going to fall. But those are literally, like, the ones that, like, I, I go to. Hell, I feel like my favorite movie ever is um, You Got Mail. And I cried on that, like, I feel like, like, right after my sister died, 
that just passed away. I literally was just watching it and I love you, Got Me. I was happy. It's not a sad movie at all, but at the end when they're together and I know they get together and she's like super happy and she's crying. I was like bawling and I was like, never ball like this, not on this movie. Right. I feel like that's my outlet and I feel like that's how I grieve. What advice would you give to someone who grieves like how you grieve? I mean, I feel like you should find an outlet. You shouldn't have it always all balled in, like all just in because it does get to you. You do. And then I feel that's what happens. When it gets to me a lot and I haven't released it, that's when I act out. And I don't feel like it's kind of like acting out, but I do become a bitch. I become mean people. I do. Okay. Um, I feel like now it's, I, I have, I know that about myself, so I do work on it. I don't feel like I'm as mean as me more or a bitch. You're quiet there. <laughs> I don't agree. Like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I do. I think I'm not. I think I, I take ownership rather when. You know what? You're a bitch. You're just quicker to say, hey, I was being a bitch. Like, yes. whereas before. You, I think that's a, f- a fair assessment. Like, okay, that's a fair assessment. Like, bitchy Chrissy, but it's not where it's like, oh, she's been a bitch for like three days. Like, you're, you'll just be a bitch for a couple of hours and then you'll like snap out of it or say, I'll snap like, out of it and I'll apologize. Rather, it used to be like tyrants of me. Right. Right. That way. Yeah. But as you get older, you know, you learn to deal with things in a certain way. You, you learn that. I can't act out on certain people because it's not their fault, you know, but I do feel like there are people, obviously like you were always my easiest because we're best friends. We talk all the time. So the one thing I could do is I could take it out on you. And I was like, I can't do that because it's not her fault, you know, and things yeah, like that. We don't do it often, but like no. it has to be something really bad that we're going through because I think it was as early as last year. Like I took out a whole, I was feeling horrible and I just completely took it out. And I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, I like went in and like the way you, handled, on you. <laughs> you, the way you handled me was like, yeah, I ain't got no time for this bullshit. I did it. I was like, you know what? You call me back when you're, when you're better, when you're in a you better said, mood. call me back when you're in a better mood. Yeah, and I, back when you're in a better mood. Just like that. I literally just like that. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. But I already knew. I knew it had nothing to do with me. So I was like, especially when I was asking you questions and you were giving me one word answers. And I was like, what's up? Like, who are you talking to like this? Like, yeah. Like, who are you talking to? Like, you're you're like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just one word answers. I'm like, wait, we're about on text. We're right. talking to each other. Why are uh, you giving me? And then it would just be a silence. And I was like, what is going on? And I was like, you know what? I think you even crafted a joke. And I was like, so you think you're funny? Like, I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I told you something. You're like, dude. And then you didn't laugh. And I was like, so you're not funny. I don't know. And you're like, so you think you're funny? And I was like, like, is, is this like, you think you're funny, like, mean girls or. Right. You you shut that shit down after I was like, so you think you're funny? You're like, yeah. You call me back when you're in a better mood. Click, and it was done. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's just gonna be it. It's just gonna be done like that. Like it's just going to be done. But 
I think that's a good segue into like what friends are for grieving because I think yeah. it took us not years but like just in years of knowing each other we kind of can recognize if it's like hey what's going on if mm-hmm. like I know if you're going through something I'm not going to wait for you to call me and say hey I need to talk because you're never going to call and tell me that like that's not the kind of person 100% where you I'm call and tell me I will not call and tell you no, I'm, and we're opposite that way. If I'm going through it, you're the first person that I call and you mm-hmm. let me vent out and we talk about it. Whereas like, I have to look at certain patterns by you where it's like, hey, I haven't seen her post a lot or I haven't, you know, she hasn't called me or she's taking a long time to respond or she's responding weird. Or if you laugh too much when we're on the phone. And I know that's so weird, but if we're on the phone and you're like giggling too much and I know something serious is going on, I'm like, what's wrong? Like, Remember when you were overwhelmed in New York? That's how I knew something was wrong with you. Because I was laughing too much. And it wasn't like, well, just because you, you're, anyone who knows you knows you're just, uh, fuck, what's your, what's your phone case say? You're a, a ray oh, of fucking sunshine. I'm a happy girl, lucky ray of fucking sunshine. Like, that's how you normally are. So I'm used yeah. to like the level of that. But when it's just mm-hmm. like you're on the phone and the silence is giggles, I'm like, bitch. What's that? What's happening? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, I was I was a little overwhelmed, moving and getting stuff together. Oh, my best friend came. No, I think that having friends I to have love is important. Like you down. just need to have friends to help you with grieving, and um, people who judge the way people grieve or judge what they grieve or how they grieve. I think it was you telling me. Um, there was some sort of what it was one of your followers said how come people don't grieve the people who are in the military the same way they're grieving kobe and it's like is that a fair statement to make yeah but that's like saying do we live in like a society where everything is perfect like well then how come they don't treat how come there's no racism how come there's no bias like that's just not the world we live in like that's not realistic how come the highest paid people are not you know teachers and the people who are police officers firefighters like people who do civil work like people can be idiots and make millionaires life's not fucking fair that way but because life's not fair like don't take away people grieving for this man and make it an issue with it's like when, what is it? When people are like, oh, black lives matter. All lives matter. Like, yeah, it's like that. It's uh, like, like that. I just do not get that. Like, just because I'm grieving this one thing or I'm saying this one thing, it is not taking away from anything that you have going on over there. A hundred percent not. And that's why I feel like, that's why I said, it's weird when people compare um, deaths and when people get upset over how other people grieve. I'm like, you are can't. you surprised though? Because people do that in society when it's not about death. People compare traumas where it's like, oh, I'm broke. Oh, I'm broke, broke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, I'm, I'm sad about this. Or like, oh, I went through this. Where it's like, you. One of my face, I know you hate my Facebook groups, but one oh, of my God. Facebook yeah. groups, I'm yeah. off topic, but it, it's the same thing. They were saying, one of the girls was saying how poor she was. And someone was like, you're not poor, you're broke. There is a difference. And yeah. she was saying it. She was like, I come from an immigrant family. You know, us, she's like, I'm not. She was like, but poor is when five of you are sleeping 
in a one bedroom, you know, apartment where you don't know where your next meal is going to come from, where certain things, you don't know how you're going to pay rent and da, da, da. She was like, you're broke. Like you're saying you have a last hundred dollars in your bank account, but you also have a place where you stay. You just talked about getting a big screen TV for Christmas. Like you're not poor, you're broke. You know, the girl got upset about that. Like it was a whole big conversation. It actually uprooted the group and the group is, is like literally no more because of that, because of literally that post. It's comparing traumas and like yeah. this may not be the popular opinion. And I feel like that girl who said that she was broke, if that's her definition of broke, let No, she said be, she was poor. If that's her definition of poor, let that be that woman's definition of poor because that is comparing drama. Yes, there are people who are always going to have less than you and who are going to have more than you, but don't tell me or don't downplay like me being. Does she um, feel like she might have felt like she was poor? I, I don't know. Or, like, like I'm you just, broke. <laughs> I'm broke. -ish. We have to correct ourselves. Like we'll be like, oh my god, I'm we so do. broke. But it's like we have to remember, like, no, we're not. No, we do what we want to do for the most part. There's times where like I'm broke-ish, but then I'm like, okay, I'm not broke because I am doing better than some of the majority of people. And I'm not saying that to like gloat, but I'm saying it to like be like, yeah. oh. I see what people are putting and it's like, okay, I'm not. I have a job that I go to every day. I have a car that runs. I have a house that I live in. I just, know? Think, I just think that's so whack. Like I do not believe in like comparing stuff. Like I just, cause I can't. I don't I compare it either, but I do have to stop myself from, like you said, like from us from saying things. Like we'll be like, we're so broke. And then we'll be like, uh, we're broke-ish. Right. Like, I appreciate not, the things that I have. Like, I appreciate that I have yeah. a roof over my head. I appreciate that I have food for myself and for my child. I appreciate that I have clean water. I appreciate all of those things. I have to put that in per, into perspective. perspective. Because there's some people that don't have that. But compare trauma. Like, I just. I don't compare. Yeah. People compare traumas. People compare lives. I mean, and what they're having to what I may have or things. I'm telling you, there's people I've talked to where people are like, oh, how does Kristen do this? Or how does Kristen travel so much? And I'm kind of like, why do you want to know? Or why are you comparing yourself to me? Obviously, I what I put I on any social media about how platform, you travel. It's asking how you are able to travel and do the things that you do. Yeah. But I think but, that it's so weird like I do it's not weird. get that I do it's, not get that like, I don't that is get it either and I'm like I don't bother nobody like, I right. stay in my lane I don't bother I think that's the nobody. point remember when we told someone that um when they were like wondering like how we made money and stuff that I was a traveling stripper oh yeah traveling stripper and I was your manager and it came back full circle it that came was the back full circle look at that drama you tell drama. one person that She's a traveling as a stripper joke. as a joke, as, a, as joke. a joke, and that I'm her manager, and that's why we travel so much. And that's how and we it travel. Literally so came back to her, where I was thinking maybe you should be a traveling stripper. Man, I just can't dance. No, you can't. I, I mean, gosh, I was like when that came, I was laughing because I was just like, "Are you serious?" Like, it was a joke. Like, and I don't understand how someone didn't take that as a joke, especially the person I told, because he also was very like, oh my gosh, I just thought so much more of her. It started to go into like morality. And I was like, 
like did you not get this was a joke like right. i guess you can't you know you can't retest our tones um but yeah like back to grieving it's just it, to me it's weird i feel like i mean our society is already it's weird it's already in a weird place but for people to I don't talk down to these people who these other rappers I hadn't I didn't know who they were that died the one that took all the Percocets I didn't know who he was people were grieving him though Juice World Juice World I didn't know who Juice World was people were grieving him I can't say hey don't grieve him yeah I didn't know the other guy the triple x guy or x to not yeah that guy I didn't know who he was but clearly like he meant a lot to a lot of people and yeah. so I didn't judge you know anybody who grieved him and another thing okay this is like I don't even mean to bring up a, another point but when people bring up past um past things that people have done like mm-hmm. Because I know that, like, with Kobe, like, they were like, oh, the woman that accused him of rape was going to come out and speak out. Or, like, when MJ died, like, years later, they did a documentary. I just feel like once someone's dead and gone, let them live. They they literally should just rest. Like, obviously, with Kobe, I am a big advocate that you believe victims but I'm also a big advocate because my sister's in the court system, she's a lawyer, that if you are acquitted, which she was, there was a reason why. I won't go into the evidence or anything because I like trials and I go into all that stuff. Um, but it, I mean, I can't be a jury. Like I can't be the public jury. jury. Which it sucks because there is a public jury. You are usually guilty or not guilty in the public jury before you are even in a court of law, which totally sucks. I mean, he bounced back from that. He has his family. I'm not one to say what happened. We weren't in that room. Again, it was her and him. There was a civil court case that didn't um, that was handled outside of the case. Like she filed a civil lawsuit and it was handled outside. Like they didn't even go to court for that. He just handled it. None of that matters. Like not. And, and it not, doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, the point is, is none of that matters because he is now dead. And I feel like that you don't need to bring up anything these people have done in their past because they are dead. They should be able to rest in peace. RIP is rest in peace. Everything they have done. They, we can't be the judgment. They they, they're going to exactly face judgment day tomorrow. Right. They cannot defend themselves. And they then can't defend themselves. And right. I hate when people do that. They wait to, they die to bring up certain things about them. And I'm just like, let them rest in peace. Let them, like, and then you forget these people also have family grieving. Like, Kobe has a wife and three daughters grieving. Not only just over him, but over their sister. And her daughter that was a young innocent. So to bring that up to me is this kind of like, it's trash. It's trash. People that bring that stuff up is trash, especially people that were bringing it up the day he died. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I think those are that those are the people who get the shut up and whine for this episode. Those people, they're trash. I said it. You're trash. You're listening to this. We want you to know we think you're trash. You're garbage. You're trash. Garbage, okay? You're trash. Because, 
I feel like people should rest in peace and have peace. Now, I'm sure, I mean, I'm not going to have a funeral. That's just my... Um, oh my God, tell them what our plans are for what you're uh, on. Yeah, so I don't want a funeral. I also don't want a memorial service. I don't want anyone to memorialize me, whether it's just friends and family. I just don't want that. I find it weird. I know I use weird a lot, but I do. I get it. People need to be on their own. And okay, so stay on track. Tell them what you're going to do. Okay, what it I am. I'm just letting them know I don't want any pictures or anything like that. Don't give me any tribute. Just don't, I don't know, act like I didn't exist. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, I am going to get cremated. And I, there is a company that uses your ashes and makes jewelry. And I have specific people that I'm going to give my jewelry too. And some people are a little grossed out about it. And some people who are getting it are not going to know it's my ashes in that piece of jewelry. Unless they listen to the, the podcast. Okay, wait, there's, there's, there's podcast. only one rule that I told Chrissy that I have about this weird thing that she, because I think it's fucking weird, but you know, each his own. And my ashes are going to go into the jewelry. Like who wants okay, to wear ashes? Do you remember what I told you that that's the only way that I won't wear the, wear the jewelry? Because I think it's like spooky. I can't remember what remember said. I said if you kill yourself. I was like, oh, if you kill yourself, you're not going to oh, give me yeah. this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. Well, because then it's like. It's haunted. It's haunted. It's 100% haunted. I don't want no haunted jewelry. Because if I kill myself, I might be in purgatory and I might like haunt That's you guys. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. So I was yeah. like, okay, I'll do this weird stuff. I'll wear your ashes and all that other cool stuff. Unless you kill yourself. If you I mean, off yourself, it looks like regular jury. No one's gonna know it's my ashes unless you were like, "Oh, this is my best friend right here." I'm like, "Oh, this is Chrissy. <laughs> this is Chrissy. This is my best friend." That's how anyone's gonna know. Like, come on. Anyways, I feel like that is what I'm gonna do. My ashes are not going to be spread it anywhere. I don't want to be memorialized. I don't any of those things, um, I feel like that's just, yeah, I don't want to be buried. I don't want any of that. I mean, I think I've gone to too many funerals in my lifetime. I've been to a lot. I'm reaching the right age of 35, and I probably have been to over 20 funerals, memorial services. Like, and, and it's sad. It ranges from babies to older people in between people who were sick with cancer people who died of brain aneurysms are a heart attack people who were shot people who died in car accidents like it's a lot and I feel like I just don't want to put anyone there also I'm donating everything that I have in my body so my eyes my I don't know You're if you can donate your organs. I'm sorry for all of our listeners that you had to listen to this rant that she went on. <laughs> all she was supposed to talk about was this jewelry. And um, yeah, it's weird. I think it's the coolest thing. I think it's cool. I mean, That's if one of my friends died. I respect your wishes. And we're going to close off the episode and not wait, talk wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. Before that, I think it's cool. Anyways, too, if anyone wants to leave me their ashes. I will be happy to take it. You know Joan Rivers, her friends used to leave their ashes to her. I watched her reality show and her daughter Melissa, she had like all these like urns. How old was her and her friends though? I mean, 
if anyone wants that to leave makes it sense to me. With her knowing her personality and her age, yeah, like jokes on you. You're gonna have my ashes. Chrissy, we're 35 years old. It's fucking depressing if you get ashes from someone <laughs> at 35 years old. So no, like I'm I said, in the nicest like I, said, I might even make you into some jewelry. You never know. Like, where are I'm you ashes, I would okay? treat you guys well, just to let you know. Okay, now I'll let you close it out. We're going to close the episode and we're going to cheers to the nine victims on yes. the helicopter. Um, nobody's life is more important than anyone else's. No. We obviously more on Kobe because of the icon he was and what he was to sports and just for people, but all nine of those people losing their lives is a terrible tragedy. And I'm thankful that I had my best friend there for me to grieve all of them. Yes. That's too. Yes. Cheer to the nine people that lost their lives because like she said, no one's life is more important to, than anybody else's. So definitely cheers to them. And all the joy that I feel like they left on earth to whoever it was and cheers to waking up tomorrow. Cheers to waking up tomorrow. Cheers to waking up tomorrow. Join us next time, guys. Bye. Bye.